Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Now we have a... Uh Another uh, good friend of ours. Former uh, Congressman Martin Frost. He was a Democratic representative to the U.S. House of Representatives for Texas and their 24th Congressional District. Uh, welcome to Cats at Night, sir. Well, good to be with you. John's an old friend. Yep, yep. We know each other at least 20, 30 years. And, uh, at uh, least. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you're a Texan. Uh, your your uh, mother and father were in a department store business. You were a congressman. Right. Now... Texas, um, what, what, how do you call it? Texas tea, oil, and uh, well, it's, it's very important to the state's economy. Always has been. And you, you saw, I was yelling and screaming yesterday on Fox, and and I was uh, telling people that uh, how do, how can we buy uh, uh, oil from Venezuela when we we have all the oil you want in in the United States and all the energy we want in the United States, Canada, Alaska. Uh, and Ed Cox, you you were yeah. a, a board member of a, a big noble, uh, noble energy. Noble energy, you bet, you bet. And uh, uh, Congressman, you were responsible for getting rid of the oil export ban. How do we ever have a ban on the export of oil? And how did you get rid of it? Boy, he must have been well, really it, good. It, 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 it was passed during the Nixon administration, and it just oh, hung oh, on. Oh. I don't know why they oh. did it, quite frankly. But it took us forty years to get it repealed. I was. Uh, after I left Congress, I was doing some lobbying for Harold Hamm. I know he's a friend of yours, John. He's a good and, guy, Harold. Uh, Traded fracking. Force to, he was the moving force to get that ban repealed. And we worked it out on a bipartisan basis. This was in uh, 2015. I don't think you can do much on a bipartisan basis anymore. But there was this was classic Washington deal-making, which is not bad, quite frankly. Uh, there was an arrangement between the Democratic leadership um, and the Republican leadership uh, to uh, put together a package. And they got rid of this ban on the export of crude oil. Um, and they, they, in exchange for that, uh, they were able to offer the environmentalists something they were interested in. They got uh, some tax credits for uh, wind and solar. Now, we can't do a, provide all of our energy. And that's 40 years by, ago. By uh, you, you, you guys got, got in trouble with wind and solar down in Texas, I understand. Well, all I can tell you is it was uh, it was a big fight, but we got it done. And you notice you saw in the news uh, uh, yesterday or today that the administration has approved Biden administration has approved a new oil export terminal for the Texas Gulf Coast to uh, export uh, crude oil, and that's going to that's going to add two million barrels a day of new export capacity. I mean, this is really good news. It's not just good news for it's, Texas, but, but what good country. is it if we don't open up the uh, the spigots in North America? Well, we have been, as you know, uh, our friend Harold Hamm uh, played a big role in this by uh, uh, doing uh, horizontal drilling and uh, uh, and fracking, and uh, he developed a uh, big field up in North Dakota, and uh, we've uh, gotten to the point where we almost now export, excuse me, produce as much uh, as we need here in the United States. We import very, very little anymore. Well, and, uh, I, I know back in— good for our foreign policy. Because, you know, the, the Russians are uh, trying to do us in by uh, using oil and gas, uh, particularly natural gas, as a weapon. And we need to counteract that. We need to do well, And Saudi we Arabia has threatened to cut. Uh, Goldman Sachs has reported that Saudi Arabia is again threatening to lower uh, uh, production. production again. 
What say you? Yeah, that was, well, I say that I'm not a big fan of the Saudis to start with. Remember those people who flew those planes into the towers in New York? Those were Saudis. Mm. And I, I, I don't trust the Saudis at all. I know we want to cozy up to them. Uh, for some other foreign policy reasons, but we can't count on them. We need to do everything we can to produce as much in the United States of both oil and gas as possible. And uh, people like pioneers like Harold Hamm have made that possible. And uh, we do. We now produce a lot more than we used to. And being able to have an export market makes it even better for the people who want to go out and explore for oil and gas in the United States because they can borrow money if they can show that uh, they can uh, uh, produce a lot more and there's a ready market for it overseas in addition to here in the United States. This is one of the best foreign policy weapons we've got is to use our energy resources to counteract the Russians. Well, I remember when you got rid of that ban, I think there's a big glut because of all, everything Noble and others were doing in the Permian Basin. And uh, some of it wasn't really uh, justified financially. So there's a big glut in 14, wasn't there, at that time? Well, I, I don't know what was going on with uh, exactly then. I just know that uh, uh, that we were producing more and more, as, and it was because of the pioneer work of some very creative people um, to use uh, new technology uh, to uh, uh, so that we could produce as much from shale as possible here in the United States, and it made uh, it made us a stronger country. And uh, you know, I, it's up to the bankers to uh, uh, to uh, exercise caution and not to finance, not to loan money to deals that are too risky. But uh, as long as we have a market here in the United States, which we do, for all we can produce, and we can produce and use that to sell that to uh, friends around the world. Uh, I hope our bankers will be prudent and only uh, support those uh, businesses that make sense. Well, not only were we energy independent, uh, we we were producing more oil than Saudi Arabia or Russia, right, at the time? And it's about time we export some. It, yes, that's correct. And, uh, we're, you know, I, I've been a big supporter of free trade uh, my entire career. There are some people who, uh, who don't want us to engage in free trade. They don't want to make our products available for, for export. But that's good for our economy, and it's really good for – it's not just Texas. I mean, you're talking about a number of states. California is a major oil producer, North Dakota, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, this well, is Alaska – we keep talking about Alaska. We have a pipeline that goes into Alaska – well, that's good for two million barrels a day, and we're only using it for three seventy-five. Well, I don't know what the the problem is there, quite frankly, John. That's because I'm not in Congress anymore, and I don't know why that's uh, we're not using it as much as we can. I just know I'm, you know, I'm uh, an officer and director of a, a count organization called the Council for a Secure America, and it was put together by uh, oil producers in the Southwest and some leading people in the Jewish community in the Northeast. It has two objectives, one, to enhance our support for Israel, and two, to enhance our own uh, domestic economy. And it's uh, it's good for our relationship. We're, uh, for, and Israel has bipartisan support in the United States. And, uh, uh, you know, cutting the, the Saudis down to size is helpful. And uh, uh, Israel also is producing some natural gas now, which is uh, available uh, to the Europeans. So uh, we, we're, in a, we're in a tough business. Yeah, we got one, we got, Ed, Ed, we have a minute left. What else do you want to say, Ed? It's the creativity and innovation. People like Harold Hamm that created fracking or Noble Energy that found that gas off Israel that you referred to that now can go to Europe. North America Energy Independent. Independent.
Let's not depend on the Saudis. Let's not depend on the Russians. Let's not depend on Brazil. Venezuela. Let's not depend on Venezuela. So Make John, North America independent. On this issue, and I'll tell you that uh, uh, you know I'm a Democrat and I supported Biden. I think Biden made a very serious mistake during the campaign because uh, and he lost support among Hispanics in South Texas because he made made some statements that indicated he didn't want to uh, continue to have as much oil and gas produced in the United States as we have been. And a number of Hispanics in South Texas had very good jobs in the oil industry. They're driving fracking trucks, working on uh, rigs, and uh, that helped the Republicans uh, win some Hispanic votes in, uh, uh, down in the yep. Rio Grande Valley of Texas. Martin, thank you very much for calling in from Texas, and uh, we're out of time, and we're going to have you on again. And and uh, please do. Thank you so much. And what's our theme? Make North America energy, energy independent. independent. Let's take a break, and where we're going to come back with Alan Dershowitz. Is he still in Israel? We'll find out. Let's go to uh, let's go to break first. Cats at night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. 